Hey guys, Daniel Harmon here, one of the co-hosts of From Poop to Gold. We've been completely shocked by the reception to this podcast. It's been incredible. Within the first week, we are in the top 50 business podcast list on iTunes. Blew us away and we couldn't have done it without you. So thank you so much. And especially to those of you who've left a five-star review, which is a ton. We're averaging five stars right now. We want to offer a limited time discount to Harmon Brothers University, which is where we teach entrepreneurs, filmmakers, and advertisers online courses to take their marketing to the next level, whether you're in a startup phase or already a household brand. Harmon Brothers University's premium courses are different because they're entertaining, they're actionable, and we built them to be concise and not waste your time. We've opened up our entire playbook of secrets, the one we use to train our internal team up to you guys, and we're holding nothing back. And you can get 30% off our flagship course, Write Ads That Sell, for the next week by going to harmanbrothersuniversity.com slash podcast and enter the promo code TOP50. That's T-O-P-5-0. Again, this is our thank you to you. We appreciate you listening so much. So go check that out at harmanbrothersuniversity.com slash podcast. We're all about turning a crappy situation into something positive. A quarter million dollars of credit card I debt. I still remember the day when no one turned out. Throw it in the garbage and start from scratch. I could give myself a chance, so I started something. I mean, I think that counts as from poop to gold. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to From Poop to Gold. I'm Daniel Harmon, Chief Creative Officer at Harmon Brothers. And my guest today is Goldie Chan. Hello. Thank you for having me. Welcome on the show. <laughs> so good to have you here. So for those of you that don't know, Goldie is the green-haired Oprah of LinkedIn. But specifically, um, Goldie has been doing a lot of video mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, and you've garnered now over 3 million views in under a year. You won LinkedIn's uh, Top Voice yes. Award, which is the highest honor on the platform. And you've been you've got the platform's longest-running daily show with a global community. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Okay, so if you don't mind going to a little bit more of your origin story, how did you end up becoming like such a LinkedIn guru? Um, where did that start? Okay, so let's we're going to back up a little bit farther than okay, that. Yeah. So uh, prior to doing anything on LinkedIn, I, I had been working in digital marketing for over a decade, building communities and all that beautiful, lovely, amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, and then... I was on a month sabbatical. I just left a head of marketing position at a social analytics company, as we do. Uh Yeah. (laughs) And I thought I just got into the LinkedIn video beta. I usually make content not for myself. I've never had built previously a personal brand. I thought it would be fun just to do videos on a platform that no one will watch my videos on, (laughs) right? But I'll do do really fun videos, exactly the kind of videos I want to do. No one will see these videos because it's not YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. So this was literally, you were thinking, this is my practice platform? Yes, I thought I'm going to make great videos that I like just for me. Okay. And have fun doing it because I'm in this beta, so why not? Nobody's going to see these ever. Don't worry, Goldie. (laughs) (laughs) Because normally I'd be incredibly strategic with the content that I'm doing. You know, when I'm working with clients is... When you work with clients, you have to have a strategy plan. There's that ROI you're thinking about and the reach. I was just like, well... My reach will be zero. I or one of my friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to make these fun videos, and my first 50 daily consecutive videos were on were these. I called them walk and talks. Okay, they were very shaky. Okay, <laughs> where I would walk and then I would talk about the branding and metrics behind a pop culture phenomenon, okay. like 
Harry Potter okay. or Trains in America yeah. uh, or street art posters and how they originated from France and okay. all of these different things that I just thought were really, really interesting to cover. And I just did one subject for 50 days in a row. And I would shoot them the day before or shoot them the same day and then upload because I didn't know how to edit. Okay. <laughs> so, so it was just straight stream of conscience. Yes. No, no cutting. Yes. And it Boom. was because... Just vlog style. They were, they were vlog style and, um, and you know, I'm in the producer's guild, mm-hmm. so I should know how to edit, but most producers don't know. Fun fact, don't know how to edit, but we do know how to pull together a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So after 50 videos, then I really started to learn how to edit, but to go back again in time, around video 10, okay. LinkedIn contacted me directly and they said, your videos are very weird. Can we talk to you? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh no, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> Here come the, the, LinkedIn, the LinkedIn SWAT team's the coming. The LinkedIn SWAT team is coming for me. And we talked and they were just like, you're just not using the platform like we thought people would use it, you know, use video. So I'm like, am I... Am I in trouble? Is this a bad meeting or is this a good meeting? They're like, we're just we're just watching you. And I was like, oh, that sounds ominous, right? Yeah. And so I just kept making videos. And so around video 30 or 40, I thought, I'm going to stop making videos. This is so many videos in a row. 30 consecutive videos. That's a whole month yeah. of doing videos every single day. That's a lot of and endurance. That's a lot of endurance. And then um, Jeff Weiner, who's the CEO of LinkedIn, mentioned me in a keynote about interesting video content creators. And so then I was like, okay, well then let's get to 50. And then 50, we will stop. So I get to 50, we pass 50, and I'm just kind of making videos. And then I'm like, okay, well maybe we'll get to 100. Around video 80, I'm sick. I had already uploaded my, it's Halloween. I had already uploaded my daily video. I was like, okay, I'm not going to get back on LinkedIn because at that point I was checking LinkedIn pretty compulsively <laughs> for multiple hours each day, more than I, I care to admit how many hours. Um, but all of a sudden I get all these texts. I get a ton of texts and in my phone, it keeps blowing up and people are like, check LinkedIn. You have to check LinkedIn. And I'm like, I oh, know I already uploaded my daily video. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, that's not it. And so I log on to LinkedIn and uh, Peter Roybal, who's the head of video at LinkedIn, has dressed up as me for Halloween. So he oh bought he bought a green wig. Uh-huh. They made a fake LinkedIn video frame out of cardboard. They took a picture of him looking like he was making a vlog video of himself. Oh my gosh! Of of myself. Uh, and and you're like, oh, I've and arrived. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I, I guess I've arrived. When you become a Halloween costume at LinkedIn, yeah, that must mean that's that it. You, you, that's it. And and also around <laughs> that time, I garnered the uh, the nickname, the Oprah of. LinkedIn. So yeah. Huffington Post called me that in an article. Um, they wrote about me, which was pretty intense and, and amazing and all those other wonderful things. And I met the video team in New York about video 100. And then I also started uplo- uploading GIFs. So yeah. LinkedIn now has a GIF ability and Tenor uh-huh. GIF. And so I'm the only LinkedIn creator who has their own GIF page. And so for a while, if you looked up LinkedIn, all you saw was my face. Uh-huh. If you looked up just the ha- hashtag LinkedIn in Tenor GIF, which is available on Twitter, Facebook, etc., you just saw me. Oh wow! Wow, it's exactly right. So, wow. <laughs> so, um, so yes. Yeah, so I now have a GIF page, also fascinating. Um, and fast forward, I hosted the first ever Creator Summit at VidCon for LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, pulled that together. I also, I also now create courses on LinkedIn Learning. Ironically, very metally, I created a course on LinkedIn video that they asked me to do, <laughs> and we shot it somewhat in the style of how I shoot LinkedIn videos. 
Wow. Yeah, which yeah. is not normally how they do LinkedIn learning courses. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very experimental. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a really cool story. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it started with like, oh, I'm just going to do this for me. Yes. Have you have you ever read the book, The User Method? Yes. Okay, so in there it just talks about solving a problem for yourself, and that's going to be a reflection of what a lot of other people want as well, right? right. That a lot of innovators will try to do something that will solve a problem for, for them first. And I, it kind of reminds me of that, of like, you're like I'm just going to upload these videos, and they're just going to be for me. And I don't know if the thought was, oh, I'll eventually just go to YouTube with these or something when I you get know, good. I will say that around video 30, so that's uh-huh. 30 days in, yeah. right? A month in. Uh-huh. All of my non-LinkedIn friends, because by then I had developed a little mini fan base of LinkedIn fans and friends, but all my non-LinkedIn friends are like, why are you doing this content on LinkedIn? They're like, this is going to go nowhere. You should monetize on Mm -hmm. on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You should at least be on Facebook, all these things. And I just said, I kind of like my small, intimate community that I have on LinkedIn, which is ironic because now I have over 45,000 followers in my small, intimate community of, and, you know, millions and millions of views. So, um, but it's funny to think that, but when you start small and you really, I think, love your community, which I do, um, and you really try to grow with your community, that's how your community will stay with you and and Mm -hmm. still love your content. Years... Because now I'm on video 585, so I've passed that year mark. Yeah. Um, that's how they stay with you. Okay. Well, this podcast is called From Poop to Gold. Yes. <laughs> so we're always looking for those stories of where you've had a moment in your life where you've taken a really crappy situation. Yep. And then turned it into something really good or great. Yeah. Um, does something come to mind for you? In a, you're in a kind of poop to gold moment for you. <laughs> I feel like right now my life is just overall globally in a poop to gold moment. Um, and I love that because I've been asked recently a lot, like people are like, how did you go from having zero personal brand uh-huh. to now having such a distinctive one and I'm dominating an entire platform? And I, I mean, I think that counts as from poop to gold. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that defining moment, I will say this. I've never said this publicly before, so you get to hear this story first. Awesome. Um, exclusive. Exclusive <laughs> story time. That's so right. for my birthday, which was a couple weeks before I did my very first LinkedIn video, okay. um, I had made reservations. I love Disney. I love Disney. I'm a huge Disney fan. And I made reservations to spend my birthday at like one of the Disney hotels. Okay, right? yeah. Great, great idea. Very classic. Nothing uh-huh. crazy. They lost my reservation, and it had already been a stressful week. I remember at midnight, they all they felt so bad. So Disney wasn't the reason I'd booked it through a third party. Um, and they so they were so nice. So they got me like an autographed Mickey picture because they felt so bad. They had lost the hotel yeah. room. They got me a single red balloon, and the irony of getting that single red balloon, I started bawling in the middle of this Disney hotel holding my ironic single red balloon oh my on gosh. my birthday at midnight. Because I think once it turned midnight, I was like, oh, wow, this is my birthday this year. Oh, man. This is my I feel birth- so sad for you. Right? And it's the red balloon. Like, they could have given me any other color, but it was like something about that solo yeah. red balloon <laughs> that was extra depressing. And so I, and my poor friend who was with me, she was just trying to, She's like, let's book a room somewhere else. And uh-huh. I'm just I'm just crying. And that was two weeks 
before I did my very first for fun video on LinkedIn. And I think that's really, <laughs> that really kind of shows you maybe <laughs> mentally the place I was at before I decided to kind of just dust myself off. Uh-huh. And, and this was also right about when I was, you know, I was halfway through my sabbatical. I was like, okay, so in a couple of weeks, I'm going to look for a job. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a responsible adult. Yeah. I'm gonna get back on that job train and, you know, get that next job, that next head of marketing job. And, um, and I think it's so funny. I started LinkedIn video and it almost immediately changed my life. That's awesome. Yeah. That is a great story. That's great. Okay. So let's get into maybe some of your creative process then. Yes. Um, if you could say your top three tips for someone wanting to, um, either build an audience or get a brand out there on LinkedIn, get a following, whatever that is, what should they start with? Okay, so I will say all three first, so okay. then you can remind me of yeah. the three I just said. Okay. One is visual, two is content, and three is link. Okay. Okay? So let's start with visual. Okay, visual. Okay. So when I say visual, what I mean is having a good, clean profile picture. Okay. Don't, please don't use a profile picture where you're cropping out somebody and you're at a party. Okay. Or worse, you're holding a firearm, <laughs> you're holding alcohol, and I've yes, seen no. these. Please no. Uh-huh. Um, I shouldn't have to explain Unless why, you're a gun no. brand. Do not Unless hold a firearm. Unless you're a gun brand. And even then. <laughs> yeah, that's even then. That's a header scared. image yeah, and not yeah. like a profile yep. picture. And that's the other thing. Your header image. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Unless you are selling, you know, vacation vacations for families don't put pictures of your family vacation as your header photo on linkedin it's not facebook in the day so have something relevant to what you do so if you do speaking have a picture of you speaking at a conference um i guess if you work with horses sure then have a picture of you working with horses as your header image whatever is relevant to what you want to do for a career that should go in your header so that's visual okay so just thinking visually, those are the two most visual components. Okay. The next thing is content, which yeah. is obviously what I do. Uh-huh. But there are so many ways to do content on LinkedIn. Um, you can do status messages, which are short form mm-hmm. messages, are short form pieces of text that you put on there. There's also Pulse, which is their long form blogging okay. uh, yeah. function mm-hmm. on on LinkedIn. So you can essentially write articles like you would write for Medium. And I know yep. quite a few people who just write on Medium and then put on LinkedIn. So maybe don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do that. Um, and then there's, of course, video content. Now, and now PDFs. So okay. out of all of those different kinds of content, pick one and okay. start with one. Okay. And when you start with that one, then see how you do with that one piece and then add another slowly. Okay. So there's, if you're a great writer, you don't have to put yourself on video. Seeing a lot of people putting themselves on video who say like, I hate video. Why am I doing, and they say this during their videos <laughs> and I'm just like, it makes you uncomfortable for it, them. It makes me uncomfortable for them. But also just, if you love writing, write. Yeah. That's yeah. it's so simple to me, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, if you love doing images and photography, then do images and photography on LinkedIn. Whatever format you feel the most comfortable with, do that. I love video, so I'm going to do video first. Now I also write, and I write for Forbes as well. But um, but that's I'm just a weird beast that just loves content universally, and not all of us are those people. So start with the thing you like the most, the type of content. Focus on that and go. Yeah. Okay, so I think I said visual, content, and, and then, then link. link. 
This is the thing we never think about. So in the summary section of your LinkedIn profile, one really quick pro tip is, do you want to send people to something outside of your LinkedIn profile? Do you run an okay. amazing company? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you run an amazing brand or do you want them to sign up for your newsletter? What is that call to action yep. that you want them to do? Do it within the first two lines. Put that link. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Because it will show up above the fold. So even when your profile is minimized yeah. like this, you'll still, still see, that see that link. link. And you'll still, they'll still know, okay, subscribe to newsletter, bam. If you want people to have a strong call to action, put it in there so they'll clearly see it. My pet peeve is please don't put it in your headline. So a lot of people put a link in their headline. No, no bueno, bad, yeah. all bad. Okay. The headline should be SEO friendly keywords yep. that describe what you do. Now, as much as I'm sure there are thousands of ninjas unicorns, fairies, I don't even know what else yeah, I can okay. put there, uh, superstars yeah. on LinkedIn. All garbage. <laughs> they're not optimized for SEO. Yeah, okay. Unless you are literally a unicorn, which you know, you, you guys have that beautiful ad with the unicorn pooping. Um, unless you literally did the most viral unicorn pooping ad ever, please do not put unicorn. And even then, I wouldn't even necessarily say that you should even put unicorn in that beautiful sacred header space. That uh -huh. should be all SEO keywords. Like if you're a marketer, why don't you have the word marketer yeah. in, in that headline? Or if you, I don't know, I keep going back to horses. If you do horse training, you know, you should have horse trainer in that headline. And okay. that is not the place to put your phone number. Yeah. It's not the place to put a URL yeah. because they're not clickable. Yep, that's so all SEO material. That's there. all SEO material. So whatever keywords you'd love people to Google, you know, and then get to you, do those keywords. And once again, most people aren't going to Google, I mean, as much as we love this, right, Dan Unicorn. Although I th that would get them to you. So <laughs> terrible example, Dan Ninja, right? <laughs> How yeah. about that? That probably would not so much get them directly to you. Yeah. Yeah. Tips for engagement on LinkedIn. Like in the way that you interact with your audience and stuff, what would you say are some big takeaways in the way in how you go about approaching, you know, taking care of your audience and, and engaging with sure. them? I'm going to probably completely incorrectly quote this statistic, uh, but LinkedIn top voices who are the top creators on the platform engage with their audience 72% more than anyone else on the platform. And wow. engagement as we all know, mm -hmm. but I will redefine it more else mm -hmm. here, is likes, comments, shares, mm -hmm. right? Just and interaction. Interaction, any interaction. Mm -hmm. So I go through and I try, and this is me manually, this isn't my assistant, mm -hmm. I go through and I try to actually manually like almost every single comment mm -hmm. that I got on every single one of my daily videos. And so I'll even go back to sometimes to older videos and see if I get new comments and then like every single one of those comments and respond to relevant. Because that's all playing into the algorithm, Yeah, right? so that's, I mean, I do it because I'm corny and I just like to appreciate people. Uh -huh. But yes, the side benefit of that is that it also adds into the algorithm. So when you respond to somebody else's comment, guess what? That post that you had four comments on now has five. Yeah. Because you responded. Now, if you just spam your own right. post, right? If you have a, and nobody responds to it and you just have 10 comments and they're all, and they're all from you. Yeah. That does not That's help. That's not going to help anything. With the feed. But right. if you 
respond back to somebody else and then they like that comment, yeah. right? That's just good engagement. Just activity. Yeah. That's activity that's meaningful and it won't be labeled as spam because they see that you're responding. It's basically the same as anywhere else. It's the same as anywhere else. Yep. It's uh-huh. common sense engagement, yep. which is love your audience and your audience will love you back. And then because of that, you get positioned higher in the feed. Yeah. Yeah. Great currency is time. And if they can see that your, your audience can see that you're actually spending time with them in the way of actual activities that way, yeah. they're going to feel that, right? And they're going to, in gonna, addition to they're it, gonna know. Like helping out LinkedIn as well, yes. right? Yes. Helping out your content that way. Awesome. Um, this has been a lot of fun <laughs> and <laughs> we've learned a lot, but I, I think one of the big takeaways, um, and we've mentioned this on other podcasts is that LinkedIn is kind of a little bit more of, I don't think the wild, wild west is the right way to put it, right. but it, it is an opportunity land right now compared to some of the other social networks mm-hmm. where, um, for people that are wanting to get in like you have and try to just commit and own it and, and go for it. There's there's some huge opportunities there. I call it um, I do call it the Wild Wild West. So okay. I'm, but I've also been spending a lot of time in Texas. So yeah, okay. <laughs> me. Um, but I also call it the great land grab. Yeah. And, and the funny thing about land grab is if you went to the United States, you know, and let's say it had not been populated by Native Americans, but yeah. it was all empty and you didn't know that Florida was marshland and you right. didn't know, right, like which areas were fertile and you and they just showed you a flat map and said you can grab land from wherever. Right. I don't know that I'm grabbing marshland right. versus incredibly fer- fertile, beautiful soil in Sacramento's farming right. area, right? right. So. Doing a land grab right now on LinkedIn makes a lot of sense, but I can't guarantee that the land you're grabbing is going to be valuable in the future. Right, right. But it's better to grab land that's essentially free right now or yep. very low cost and see how see if that's worth value later. Yeah. I think more and more people are starting to see that value. Yep. And it's again, it's just the network effects at the end yes. of the day, right? The pain play into that yeah awesome well thank you so much for coming on goldie thank we've you. got a gift here for you <gasps> i'm so excited <laughs> i actually so asked that for this book um this was actually at my hairstylist my salon oh my gosh believe me uh they had this book and and then i remembered i haven't read this book yet so i asked them to get me a copy so thank you <laughs> yeah no problem it's from poop to gold and basically chris jones the author followed yes. us around for three years amazing so he saw the whole process of from concepting writing Casting, production, mm-hmm. editing, launch, all that stuff with our videos and identified kind of three core principles that make Harmon Brothers tick. And that's creative partnerships, culture, and, and creative processes. So that's what this book is about. So, Amazing. Awesome. I'm so excited to read this. <laughs> okay. Awesome. And also, this is from our clients as well. There's some delicious towel bakes in there. Amazing. Which are delicious um, energy bars. And then there's some unicorn gold, which is um, a delightful toilet spray. And then there's also keto chow, if you're into that. Cool. Cool. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. Be sure to subscribe, like, comment, share, all that good stuff. And we'll see you on the next one.